Hello, friends. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Nile Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We're a sex and dating advice podcast where one host is a terrible person. The other is very Niall. professional. The other one is Nile. Uh, we turn your sticky sexy situations into sexy sticky situations. Oh, not so easy to say, is it? I almost nailed it. <laughs> well, we're coming I'm, up with some spicy do? energy today, boys. What we, do we do, Dane? Simply put. Put us simply right now. We find questions online or they're sent in from our lovely listeners on the topics of sex and dating, and we answer them. Mm, beautiful. You, hey, you nailed it. That's a really hard line, and you did a good job. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Hey, you know what, guys? I'm kind of riding high off a bunch of wonderful messages everybody sent in today, so you know who you are, and thank you. Yeah, you might not our- know who you are because we are recording this in advance, like further in advance than we usually do, but... Yeah, Spotify Wrapped came out, and some people are sending in some really lovely things, and I fucking love you. It's very nice. Thank you very much. You know how to make our year. Now, Dane, you want to start us off? Sure. Cool. We just get right on into it. You don't have anything? I don't have any semen-related sex news. Okay. Because I do see that your name is Come Something. I can't see the Come Wallet? Come Wallet. Yeah. I wanted to to strike the fear into you. Okay, cool. We're going to start here. This is Chocolate Candy Cake, and they ask, I sent him nudes. He responds with thumbs up. Yesterday, I sent my boyfriend a new picture of my breasts. This was the first time I've ever sent anyone anything like this, and I was obviously really anxious about his reaction. He replied with a thumbs up. Thought that was really awkward. Today, I told him I was sad about his reaction. He tells me he's not a boob man. The picture didn't do anything for him, especially since he has gotten better or so many nudes in the past that were way kinkier. Example of girls masturbating. A boob picture just isn't his way. I don't know what to think now. Damn, I was like, uh, thumbs up is fine, I guess. You know, he's not doing the best job, but it's not terrible. And then we get to there. I knew you were going to be on team thumbs up because that's what you send all the fucking time. And it drives me crazy. Thumbs up. It's it's not an an acceptable answer. Thumbs up. For anything. Except for just a casual thing of being like, I'm almost ready. Okay, cool. I'm acknowledging this. But. If someone sends you a, a naked picture, even if it's like the amount of times I've gotten pictures of like someone's like close up vulva, which isn't really my fucking speed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't find that particularly sexy, but I, I was would- once sent the worst video ever, which was I think I mentioned it before, but it was basically like a close up of someone just going to town on their clit, like to the point where it was so close and so furious. You didn't really know what was going on. And then they would frantically like jerk upwards. You could see them like staring down at you with like the triple chin going on. And it's like we all have triple chins when we're in that position. You know what I mean? When we're looking straight down. So I'm not, like, you know, no shade, but like it didn't make for the best video. And it would just alternate frantically between those. And I was like, what? What are you doing? It doesn't matter. Like at no point in time do you receive, unless it's unsolicited, you're welcome to like trash someone for sending you a picture that you don't want. But if it is your partner attempting to send you a sexy photo that you guys have, you know, are are allowed to do a thumbs up is no. And especially when, when the, if someone then corrects you and says, Hey, that's not the reaction I was looking for. You know, it, it kind of bummed me out that that's the way. That's what you sent me. And then being like, well, it just wasn't good enough. Yeah. So what I was going to say, Dane, was that like if you're dating and you get this like picture, it's different than when you're like starting to see someone. Like if you've been together for a while and it's like you get this, you know, and you're busy, maybe you could almost see where a thumbs up might be okay, even though it's still not great was what I was going to go with. But then he just threw all chance of me saying that this guy might just be 
an awkward, socially inept person who who might have tried and failed. And now it's just like, this guy sucks because that's such a shitty thing to say to someone. To not only be like, it didn't do anything for me. I'm not a boob guy. It's like, cool, but they're my boobs and you love me. And it's like, way to fucking shit on me. And like, on top of that, to be like, well, other girls, like, dude, what are you doing? This is awful and garbage and you're mean and cruel, especially because this person did what we always want people to do, which was communicate. And it sounds like they did it in a very mature and like emotionally like correct way. Like, and you fucking threw it in their face. Yep. You suck, dude. Like, what were you trying to? Were you trying to like effectively nag her into sending you more explicit shit? Because that's kind of what it sounds like. That's something that you can talk about if you do want something more or different or anything else. If they, if this, you're allowed to not be turned on by this photo. That's totally fine. But telling them that like eh, I've I've gotten better is not the way to go about no. getting what you want. Like you should have said at that point in time. This dude should have been like, hey. Thank you for the picture. Very sexy. Next time, can I get this? Or yeah. next time you're feeling frisky, I would love a shot of this. And that lets your partner know that like that's what you're into. As Because right now you haven't said what you're into. All you said is what you're not into, which is this. Which mm-hmm. like then leaves her to be like, well, should I do my butt next? But, but also, I don't, if it's, if it's not a, if you're not a butt guy. Do- anything next oh yeah no, been for this sure. much of a dick you know what i mean if you're like oh this is hot and i want more it's like cool someone might be encouraged to, to do that as opposed to this where you literally just stuck your middle finger in her face and like grins to yourself and probably wanked over that yeah it's uh this is not the way to do it and you need to listen to your partner especially when there is a a like admission of Hey, that made me feel bad, and here's why. If that's ever something your partner says to you, you shouldn't backpedal as to why you are right. Like, because he kind of was like, well, like the reason I did, like, you don't have any right to be upset because the reason I did it is is this. And it's like, well, no, you need to listen to your partner and be like, hey, okay, I'm really sorry that you felt that way. Like, at no point in time does he apologize for it. No. He just doubles down on it. But yeah, it's like if somebody comes to you and like it's hard to be like, hey, I'm upset or I'm hurt or like you kind of feel like a shitty person doing that, which you shouldn't. But, you know, so when someone has the like emotional fortitude and like courage and kindness to fucking step up and put themselves in an awkward position just to kind of like deepen your relationship and and make sure things are going well and all this shit. It's like you don't take that as an opportunity to be shitty to them. You should take that as an opportunity to to help them to make them feel better and to like become a better person, better relationship, all these things. It's wildly fucked that this is your response. So get better. Even the thumbs up was already bad. Not that bad. It was pretty bad. It's terrible. It's unforgivable. No, it's definitely not. It is. Thumbs up. Literally takes more effort to give the thumbs up than it does to double tap the photo to like it. You know what I mean? Like even like, again, if you're not into it, just like it. It There's no harm in saying like, Hey, love your tits. Even if you're not a breast guy. It doesn't fucking matter. You should love your partner's tits. The thing is, it's like being a like breast guy doesn't mean you hate everything else. It just means like that's your favorite. So it's like the fact that someone will be like, here's my tits. You're like, I'm not a tit guy though. It's like, oh shit, sorry. I didn't realize you hated them or like you had no feelings. It's like, what the fuck? I would probably count myself as a breast guy as much as I hate that whole like pigeonholing system. I fucking love butts. I fucking love legs. And I love everything. So it's like, you know, I would never say this. It makes no sense to me. This person's just being a dick for no reason. Yeah. So I think you need to sit down with this guy and explain to him one more time. Be like, I went out on a limb here. This is the first time I've ever sent a picture to you 
or anyone of this nature and your response makes me never want to do it again. Mm-hmm. So I need you to understand that what you said both times upset me once like, you know, the first reaction and your explanation to that reaction was a compound sort of kick in the teeth for me. And we need to talk about it. And if you do want something else, let's talk about that. But you need to express or learn how to express yourself like a fucking adult. Yeah. And without putting me down or without comparing me to other people. And if you're not yeah. capable of doing that, then guess what? You're not going to be getting anything from me because we'll be done. Yeah, I think there's a strong case to be break up with this guy. But, you know, if you want to give him a chance, say what Dane said. You ready? Yep. This is by M Singh 539. How do you tell your significant other you're going to take a dump? In terms of phrasing, like I'm going to take a crap, shit, dump, poo, dookie squat. Surely there's creative phrasing for this. Why? Why? I don't know. I wonder if it's someone who isn't in a relationship who's like just, you know, because like young people especially and some people in general are like really like, like I know people who've gone through entire relationships not farting near their significant other or like hiding if they have diarrhea or like anything like that. So some people are just so fragile about that or like scared about that. And I wonder if it's like, damn, like you've been dating someone like, how do you do it? Again, like, why Why do they need to, like, if it's a, a medical issue or, like, you know, you guys are going out somewhere fancy and you're like, hey, I've been pooping, like, every 30 minutes. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to the theater tonight. Sure, that's that's important communication thing. But it's like, if you just have to go poop, just go poop. And if you need to, like, inform someone, that, like, just say, hey, excuse me for a second, I'm going to go to the bathroom. You don't have to, like, detail what you're doing in the bathroom. Like, no partner, Dang. at no point in time have have I been like, huh, really wish my partner told me what she's doing in there. Yeah, but are you one of those people that never says you're going to go poop? I mean, I, I'm sure I've said it, but, like, at the same mm, time. Dang, are you weird? Is this the thing you're weird about? I'm not weird. I poop all that, the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you poop. That's not that's not what we're talking about here. That's not what's being examined. What's being examined is, are you weird about telling someone you're going to go poop? I mean, partner? you know, I, I say it all the time when we play video games. To to me, yeah, but I'm not your partner, am I? No, do I? If I'm if I have to go to the bathroom, no, I don't find Amanda in the house and say, "Hey, just so you know, I'm gonna go poop," and then go but, like, poop. Are you weird about it? Because it kind of sounds like you're weird about it. What? No, it just makes no sense. <laughs> so I again, I'm not really sure why they're asking this question. Maybe it's just general fear of having a partner and being like frozen in indecision if they somehow discover you've pooped. For me. Sometimes, you know when you know you're going to have a bad shit? Yeah. Yeah, you just be like, hey, do you need to go to the bathroom? Because I'm going to go just rock a terrible shit. And then they're like, yes or no. Or you know what I mean? Like, oh, you need to shower. I need to go shit. Maybe you should run in and do that. You know what I mean? I feel like there are times you can do it. But like kind of what Dane's saying is like it doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? I think the main point is to not be hung up on it. Because like it doesn't matter. It's like if you have a partner and they can't handle the fact that you poop, you should probably date someone who's old enough to realize people poop. Because honestly, I think it would be worse the other way around. If someone came and told me like, hey, I'm going to go piss. Okay, (laughs) cool, I guess. Like, like if every time someone I lived with or someone I was dating had to inform me of what was they were about to expel from their body, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, I don't care. Go for it. But yes, you're right. Like, there are times where I will be like, you know, if a man is getting ready for work and I have to poop. I would usually be like, hey, are you done in the bathroom? Because last thing I want to do is make her late because she has to go and brush her teeth or do her hair or something. And at which point she'll just be like, oh, yeah, cool. I'll grab my toothbrush and, and toothpaste and let you do your toilet crimes. A hundred percent. That's the thing. It's like, it's not a big deal. And it's just like, you know, occasionally you're going to have to be conscientious of the person you're with. But like in general, 
you should be totally free to say it or not because it doesn't matter. But like, you definitely shouldn't live a life of hiding it. No. You know? All right, hit me. This comes from OK Perception 1870. My boyfriend doesn't come in me. I'm sorry for English, not my first language. I'm 24 years old from South Korea. Started dating this guy for almost six months now. Everything has been good and really fine. When we started dating, he didn't want to have sex for like two months because he wanted us both to run for blood tests and normal checkup, which I agreed. Now we have started going at it. He uses protection. Sometimes after sex, he hides the condom to make sure he takes it home with him. The times he doesn't use protection, he always pulls out when he's about to come and releases in a toilet roll or whatever that is around. And he makes sure to take it with him. Even when we are having sex in his house after sex, he still disposes the used condom or whatever he releases on by himself. Then asks me to wash up properly while he watches me. At first, I thought it was probably because he's an idol, which means celebrity. Yeah, she clarifies that in the comments. He's just trying to be careful. I have no idea why he does this anymore. It makes me feel really nervous and insecure about myself. And I want to talk to him about it, but I don't know how. And I want him to release inside me sometimes or come in my mouth when I'm giving a a blowjob. But I don't know what to say to him or how to talk to him so he wouldn't feel disrespected. Please help. By celebrity, is she... Is it James McAvoy? <laughs> is he bringing oh, it back to to <laughs> bolster his comebox? Yeah, maybe. Is this James McAvoy's comebox too? It could be. <laughs> Man, it's so funny because I thought this question was going to go a, a very different way. And I'm very surprised that the question isn't, Guy I'm fucking takes condoms home with him after. Because that's, that's the wildest part. I think the toughest part about this question is we don't really know what the sexual climate is for young people in South Korea. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like we don't, the only sort of like Korean, you know, pop culture thing that I am invested in is squid game, which doesn't really have to do a lot with. Well, the second last episode is all about that. It's all about, yeah, that's the last game. Hide your game is whoever has the most condoms in in their pockets. (laughs) Hide your semen sin. Yeah. So, like, I'm assuming it is, like, he just doesn't want you to get pregnant kind of deal. Or, like, maybe it's a gold diggery fear where he's, like, if you get pregnant, like, you know, because if he's wealthy, right? Like, you could be baby trapped quite easily. You know what I mean? It's, like, then you have money and you have whatever. And maybe it fucks up his uh, career. Because I know, like, K-pop, like, female idols are just, like, treated so horribly to the fact where, like, everything about them is controlled and like their like their image is like just insane so there's so much to with that that i don't know if like a guy is a similar thing where like a baby scandal might be you know really severe on his uh his career let alone the fact that like money and all these other obligations so you know it could be that on the other hand it does also seem like maybe he doesn't know a lot about how people get pregnant because it's like you're not going to take a jizz tissue and and get pregnant that way. I honestly don't even think squeezing it out of a condom is going to work very well for you. I think maybe he just is paranoid and overbearing, but might have some legitimacy with regards to his career or his status or his fears. As to what you could say to him, you could be like, hey, come in my mouth. You know what I mean? And if he says no, you could be like, oh, why? Yeah, it's tough <laughs> to like, like if because at the end of the day, if he's just like, I don't want to. Okay. That's kind of the end of the conversation, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think it does come from, I think there is sort of this fear that, you know, if you're a celebrity, that maybe there is someone out there who's like, oh, I'm going to try to get us pregnant. 
Mm-hmm. And then and then it's like, now you got to pay me forever for 18 years kind of situation. Or, you know, like, I think that I think you're right. I think that's probably the fear of him being like, I don't want a sex scandal on my head. Because, again, if it is like a, an actor or something who has the reputation of being like the baby faced good guy, mm-hmm. the last thing that they want on their thing is like an illegitimate, you know, sex baby. That's <laughs> just a baby. Ah, it's just a baby, Dane. <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where Dane talks about sex babies. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think you're right. I think you do need to sit down and be like, "Hey, so I noticed you're very protective about your condoms. I just want to assure you that, like, you know, I'm not going to do anything weird with them." Mm-hmm. And that's and exactly you... what someone who's going to do something weird with them I would know. say. It's like textbook, textbook so... condom stealer fucking line like look i'm looking up right now condom stealers playbook first line i'm not gonna do anything weird with your sperm give it to me uh, maybe just say like maybe just ask him be like hey what's the what's the whole like hiding condom thing about um well like the thing is i don't i don't think that's the main problem it's weird but like fuck it not coming in your mouth you know what i mean like that's very different because you literally that is one an act you can do together and secondly it's like that there's no way the sperm is still alive after that. We've dealt with this, I think, in the oh, in the episode with Angel, right? Where it was like, yeah. if they come in me and we make out and they go down, you know, um, it's almost impossible, if not completely impossible. So it's like if you talk to them and just be like, hey, I noticed that you're you seem very like I'm not sure what the word is. I want to say intense, but maybe that would be offensive. But like, you know, it's like you seem very focused on like your semen and like getting in the way. And it's like, I just want to like get to the bottom of that because like. Yeah, maybe if they explain, let them know you understand where they're coming from. But like, it would be nice for you to have an answer too, I think. Because for all you know, something fucked up happened to him in the past. And now he's being, you know, double careful. Like I had somebody lie to me about birth control before and that freaked the fuck out of me because we had unprotected sex and thank fuck nothing happened, but could have been. And I literally don't know why they would have lied if not to maybe have a fucking child. And that's terrifying. And like, maybe it's a, an STD thing too. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I think this is 100%, as we mentioned, a image thing. Because he, you know, made sure that you guys got tested and made sure you guys were clean before having sex. Because again, last thing you want for your baby face K-pop star is, you know, oh no, he's got AIDS or something. Because not that there's anything wrong with having AIDS or anything but like, you know, in a controlled image, it would like anything, even if they were just like, oh, yeah, chlamydia. It's like, yeah, unfortunately, certain people are like desexualized as well. You know what I mean? Like other like some celebrities are hypersexualized. Others are desexualized where it's like if they have sex at all, everyone's like, what? You know, yeah. like and if he's been pigeonholed like that, it could be it could even be like a fucking agent above him or something. You know what I mean? Like I've heard some pretty messed up shit about the like idle scene over there so so i i think yeah at the end of the day you just you do have to just kind of be point blank and ask him about it and from there you will have to make the choice of being like hey is all this sort of like cloak and dagger espionage semen stuff (laughs) worth it like is it is it enough of a thing to like weird you out that you don't want to do it anymore like don't just stay with this guy because he's famous Mm-hmm. right like yeah like, like if I'm worried you're not that, happy you're not happy yeah i'm worried you're gonna be like what but he's famous and that's why you'll stay with it even though you're not not you know into it so make make that hard call if if you're cool with it if it's fine like if it has no sort of bearing and you can come to terms with the fact that he probably won't you know come inside you or come in your mouth or whatever then carry on if you're also if you're not 
on protection as well, which you haven't mentioned. You know what I mean? I can un- understand fully why he won't come inside you. I, I think you're going to feel battered no matter what if you talk to him and mm-hmm. understand why. Because either he's going to say something and you're going to be like, oh, you're insane. And you're going to be out, hopefully. Or he will say something and you'll get it. Whether or not you'll be happy that he'll continue to do it or not is one thing. But it's like, if you know where he's coming from, it'll, I think, be easier for you to get your mind around it. Yeah. Uh, but as Dane said, 100%, to, you know, if you're unhappy, you're unhappy. And if that's not going to change, either is your unhappiness. So do what's best for you. But I think you just got to talk to him. It's like, if he can't have that conversation with you, do you really want to be with someone like that? No. Yeah, if he's just secretive about a semen, what else is he going to hide from you? What else is he hiding? And where is he hiding it? Does he have, like, plastic-lined pockets to put them in? Yeah, the idea of going home with a used condom in my pocket, fuck it sucks. Hey, I tell you, as someone who used to have sex in people's houses when their parents were in the next room and, you know, would get stealthy amounts of tissue and wrap the condom in and put my back pocket and dump it on the way home, it's not easy and it's not nice. So, yeah, don't like Texas it. as a teen is not great in, in that regard when no one has their own place and it's Ireland and you're 15. So the fact that this person is doing it as an adult, I assume he has a good reason for it. And if not, get out. And even if he does, if you're not happy, get out of there. But I think communication conversation definitely the way to go guy lied about height by b2425 his profile said 511 but when we met he was maybe two inches taller than me and i'm 5'5 i obviously didn't bring it up because it's not a big deal but it's sad he felt he had to lie would it be weird if i mentioned it because he's insecure i would reassure him and tell him it's not a problem i think if it's not a problem for you i wouldn't bring it up but yeah at the same time i don't know it's, it's one of those things where I, we've talked about it before. It's like if he's willing to lie about something so obviously not true, the same way like if someone uses old pictures and they've put on weight or they're much older or younger, you know, whatever, you're going to be like, I I can see that this isn't true. These pictures don't line up of you and then you in real life. Also, you're not 5'11", so why did you tell me you are? Like, there's also like some guys might just like, I know... People who are like, yeah, I'm 5'9". It's like, nah, man, you're you're like the same height as me. And I am not 5'9". Uh, so like some guys, I think, get it in their head early on that they're a certain height. and <laughs> just mm-hmm. don't know that they're not. So, Oh, 100%. But- I've had people do that before on both ends of the spectrum where like people think they're one height and they're hot, like taller or, you know, think they're definitely taller and they're not. And it's like, I kind of get it because, you know, the last time my height was measured Probably when I like went to high school the first time. Like I don't measure my own fucking height. Yeah. Does anyone? I mean, I'm sure there are, but it's like also it's not like your your weight that fluctuates. If you know, once you hit a certain age, you really kind of don't get any taller. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be one of those things where you know his buddy who thinks he's who tells everyone he's five eleven or you know oh I'm five mm-hmm. nine and you're he's two inches taller than his buddy. He's like oh then I'm five eleven. Yeah. I would say, yeah, like Dane said, if it's not a problem, don't bring it up because bringing it up makes it seem like it's a problem. And I don't think it's going to make him any less insecure. So it's like, if you like the guy and it's not an issue, just keep dating the dude. And it's like, maybe in a year or two, it'll be like a funny story because at that point, it'll be clear that it didn't matter and it wasn't a problem. Whereas like right now, if you bring it up, it might be kind of upsetting. I don't think it's a like devastating lie, even if he was aware, because I know a lot of people are super 
insecure about their height and especially like look at half the fucking profiles we look at it's like guys only x height and up i get it so you know if it doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah this is uh garb hilly from reddit (laughs) hate those garb hills the goddamn garb hilly they ask what makes sex good my boyfriend has had many many girls in bed some of them really hot but he says that sex with me is insane He's feeling things that he never felt before. He says that sometimes it feels like he's on ecstasy. I believe him because it wasn't always quite like this. He always said he found sex with me especially nice for some reason. Thing is, he took my virginity. In the beginning, I was just lying there trying to get used to the feeling of having sex. But now, oh man, he's making noises, pulling faces, laughing, crying, lol. Whoa. And again, he's had girls that are exciting, hot, experienced, exactly his type, etc. I really don't do anything crazy or different in bed. My body is pretty average, too. So what makes sex good? Is it hormones and pheromones? I'm just wondering. I like how they seem to think that having a good body means better sex. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like, maybe you're a little bit more turned on or whatever. But again, it's like, if you're attracted to them, you're attracted to them full stop. That's, you know, kind of where it's at. If you are in love with someone, the sex is generally better. If you're closer to someone, like, I don't know if he's been in relationships with these people or not, but it's also like, if you're fun and he can like let his guard down and you listen and you guys work together and all these things, these are all things that make sex good. Yeah. Like it's, it, it doesn't just matter. Like exactly like you said, attractive doesn't equal good in bed. I would say probably some of my worst sexual experiences are with some of the most attractive people I've slept with. Mm -hmm. Because, and I don't know if there is a correlation for that, but for me, I have the best sex with people that I connect with and it doesn't really have anything to do with what they look like or their body type. Obviously I'm attracted to them. So I'm having sex with them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I, I wouldn't have sex with someone I wasn't attracted to, but having that extra layer of irresistibility and, and it's the same way of like, Again, you might not look like Megan Fox or Scarlett Johansson, but there might be that little quality that you have. That's something, you know, that je ne sais quoi that he's never come across before. And and whatever it is about you, that that you essence drives him crazy. And like, that's that's what makes good sex. Whatever that little spark is, that's it doesn't matter if you have like the biggest tits that he's ever seen or, you know, the the smallest waist or whatever other mm-hmm. sort of arbitrary value you've assigned to these other women, they might just not have had your spark. But also it's like, you know, you could lie there. You could be the hottest person in the world. Just lie there like a corpse. That's not good sex. Mm-hmm. You know, you could literally be, oh, fuck, we found her. It's the hottest girl. You're having sex or, oh, she's not doing shit. Oh, she's lying there. She seems disinterested. Damn, this sucks. You know what I mean? Like, that's more important. It's like how into it you are, how like receptive and responsive and like what you're doing as well. And like, Again, your comfort levels and like your energy and like sometimes just like your smell and your taste and like all these things all combine to good sex. You could look like your looks don't factor into it. Again, aside from what we said, where like you're not going to sleep with someone you're not attracted, right? That's the important part, but that only gets you in the bedroom and then everything else takes over. Also, does it matter in a sense? You know what I mean? Like you're killing it. So that's great. Yeah. Like absorb this into your confidence. It's. It's rare that we get like those really, I mean, maybe this is more of a a dude thing, but it's rare that you get to feel like, like you're doing a good job in sex. Um, In the sense that like, 
men's sexual performance usually boils down to penis size and stamina. That's usually all that's ever really talked about in terms of whether a dude is good in bed. It's like either his, he's got a big dick or he can last forever. Yeah. Right. Like at no point in time do you ever really hear that like, oh, he's, you know, he's excellent at dirty talking or he's, you know, he does exactly what I want. He's really good at going down on mm-hmm. me. Like those Which are things I that think like- is pretty fucked up. I think it's a lot of why men are so insecure about literally those two things, size and stamina. Because yeah. like everything else is thrown out the fucking window when it comes to men. It doesn't matter. And by that, I'm saying it does matter. But the way you'd see it on television or hear people talking, you would be forgiven for thinking that they don't fucking matter, right? Yeah. I d- and I don't know if it's the same with ladies. Um, but but this is an opportunity to to bolster your confidence and be like, hey, I'm doing a great fucking job. I'm sexy. I'm I'm doing something right. And and it might just be a natural talent of yours. Maybe you're just good at fucking. Like mm-hmm. that could be an option for you. And you should be proud of that. That should be something that you you enjoy as opposed to trying to overanalyze because I'm worried the more you try to figure it out. It's like me with bowling. Those first <laughs> that oh, first yeah. couple frames of me bowling when I'm just fucking hucking that ball, strike, strike, strike. But the second I start thinking like, oh, okay, that's the technique, mm-hmm. I'm in the gutter for the rest 100%. of the fucking game. A hundred percent. That's why I get good at pool once I drink just enough to like just fucking hit some shots and not really think about it. Yeah. But then once I either get so drunk that I'm just bad or start to sober up and start to think again about it too much, I start fucking up. Yep. So don't worry about it. I'm like, fuck these other people because I can kind of feel the insecurity like, oh, they're hot. They're his type. Blah, blah. They're not the one rocking his world. They're not the one in his bed. Like, it doesn't matter if someone's hot in your eyes or just his type in your eyes. It's like, obviously, you're it for him. So, like, fuck it. And let's let's talk about this guy for a second. The fact that he's he's not bringing these women up. It doesn't seem. It seems like yeah. you're comparing yourself. He's been very sort of singular focus of being like, "Hey, you're incredible. You're yeah. very good in bed." So take his word for it. Like, if you yourself is like, "Damn, he has a ton of experience, and he slept with all these people, and all of them are so attractive." Put don't make that an insecurity thing. Make that a, a sign that like you're do yeah, like you fucking if, killed it. Out of all of those people, he's gushing about you. Mm-hmm. Literally, Literally and figuratively. And, damn it. <laughs> Gushy. Goosh. Um, so you're killing it. Get that fucking insecurity out of your mind and continue to have good sex. You know what? Try to make it even better. Yeah, this That's is a real task. This is like the fun part of sex is when you find someone that you just like click with and the sex is inherently good, then you get to like play. You know what I mean? You don't need to worry about fine tuning the basics. If if you've got those things covered and you're inherently on the same wavelength, now you get to like play some games. Now you get to sort of like kick it up a, a notch and mm-hmm. and figure out like what real like what really is going to blow his fucking mind and 100%. what he can do for you as well. You know what I mean? Like if you know you have this power over him, use it. Make this a time and be like, all right, like I'm not going to do this until you do this for me. And obviously, don't make it a toxic thing. Make it a fun game thing. Yeah, um, don't use this to bully him or withhold sex or like, you know. No. But, but you could definitely, like, I don't, I don't feel any mention of you saying he rocks your world. Yeah. Does he? That's what if I'm saying. If you don't, communication. You know what I mean? You could be like, hey, thanks. I'm so glad that I do blah, blah, blah. And you'd be like, hey, what is it that I do that you really like? One, for your own knowledge. And two, so you can keep doing it. But then 
you could turn that conversation into a, you know what I really like when you do and nail home what you really like what he does and maybe even suggest some things and turn it into incredibleness for both of you. Yeah. Play the game of being like, cool. I'm like, let's say you write is, you know, you being on top is his favorite thing and you do a great job doing that. Be like, cool. I'm not going to, I'm not going to ride you until you make me come with your mouth or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and that, that sort of like power is a fun thing to play with. And it, and it's also like a, a good motivator for him. He's got, you know what I mean? Like the idea of being like, cool, I'm going to make you fucking come so hard that you're going to want to ride me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's that sort of fun playfulness that I think I, I hope our show helps provide other people. Like I want the world to be fucking like you guys. Mm-hmm. I will say, I remember we got that feedback once we did the like deep dive into blow jobs and hand jobs. And they yeah. were like, our sex life is so much better because of you guys. And I'm like, that's great. That's so cool. Uh, this is what I want from this. I want people to have better sex because of us. Yeah, I know we talk a lot about, you know, the toxic side of relationships and there's a lot of, you know, us being like, break up with this asshole. But at the end of the day, like, I hope you can listen to the negative parts of this, learn whatever we're trying to teach or or whatever we're talking about, implement it onto yourselves so that you don't find yourself in that situation to begin with. But then also like this conversation, like if you ever find yourself in a situation of being like, why does he like me so much? That's not the question you're asking. The question that you're asking, or, or really the statement you should be saying is, this guy likes me a lot. Like that's that's what it should be. If someone says, hey, I'm really, really into you. The question shouldn't be, why? Mm-hmm. It, it should, should be, be a statement of like, hell yeah, he is. It should, yeah, it should be like, okay, cool, thank you. And if you're into them too, reciprocate those those words. Like stop second guessing yourself, I guess what I'm saying is, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like just really sort of lean back in your accomplishments, in the things that you're good at, And if you ever find yourself in a relationship, sexual or otherwise, that feels good and is healthy and you guys are having a great time, don't worry about the exterior forces. Focus on yourselves. Have a great time. Have great sex and fuck everything else. This is by Mousy. I wish catching feelings wasn't viewed as a negative thing. If I've been seeing someone for a while who I begin to care about, why is that such a bad thing? I wish that in the dating world, it wasn't viewed as a touchy topic to begin to get feelings for someone you're dating slash seeing. It just seems natural to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I understand that it does have like a bit of a connotation that it's like, oh, no, this person caught feelings. But I think that's only if you have specifically said that you're not looking for anything serious. Yes, thank you. Because dating and seeing and they're very broad terms. You know what I mean? If you're fuck buddies and you catch feelings, yes, because you have a mainly physical relationship that changes the dynamic but if Mm -hmm. you're seeing someone if you're going on dates it isn't an issue and i don't think i know anybody who that has been an issue for yeah like i've had situations where there have been people i've been very casual with who have then been like oh hey actually i've started catching feelings for someone else i've been seeing and i kind of want to see where that's going and like i'm like hey that's great that's good news i think the question or rather the connotation that catching feelings is a bad thing is only for people who don't really respect that some people don't want to date exclusively. Mm -hmm. I think the people who are like, no one wants to be like, everyone just wants to fuck around and no one wants to be, you know, no one believes in monogamy anymore. Blah, blah, blah. I think if that's your, your stance on dating, 
or that you think that like, you know, once you start seeing someone, you're not allowed to see other people. Mm-hmm. If, if these are your stances, then yes, I understand why you think catching feelings would be a bad thing. If you're ignoring other people's, you know, preferences to remain noncommittal or remain open or remain, you know, slightly less exclusive. Well, I think it's it's literally like if this is a problem you're having, the problem isn't that catching feelings is a bad thing. It's that you're not specifying or you're misconstruing what your relationships are or you're just never having that chat because if someone just wants something physical then yeah you catching feelings can complicate things for sure but if you guys are like working towards possibly dating etc catching feelings is definitely not a bad thing even if they're unrequited it's not like oops you transgressed you know it's like oh shit i'm sorry i'm not there yet or like i don't have them back but catching feelings themselves isn't a negative thing so i think you just really need to look at the relationships you've been in where this has been an issue and realize that like it's probably just because you haven't specified or you've misconstrued it. I guess it also is something to examine in your own life is when you're catching these feelings and how it's happening. Like, mm-hmm. are you catching feelings after one date and getting really, really intense with people? Yeah. Of You know what I mean? Like, are you like, oh, that's it. You're the one. I All the sparks are there. Time slowed down. The rose petals fell from the sky. I'm I'm in love with you. And it's like, we had coffee once. Yeah, that's a very good point as well. Like, catching feelings can be negative if it's wild and too soon, etc. So I guess you really need to sort of zero in and focus in on, like, are you respecting people's disclaimers or, you know, statements of what they're looking for, their statements of intent? If they're saying, hey, I'm not really looking for anything serious right now. Are you still being like, oh, no, I caught feelings and now I'm going to try to date these people, even though I know they don't want to date exclusively? Because, Mm -hmm. yes, that that will come across as bad for you. They'll they'll probably be like, oh, actually, I'm not looking for anything serious. I did tell you that. So I'm going to back off. So it's like, oh, that's bad. Bad connotations. It's like, no, that's just the nature of the game, unfortunately. Um, I guess. And like the other thing is like, when are you catching them? If you're catching them way too fucking fast, way too intensely, that's also troublesome but in general it isn't an issue unless you're in those situations or you have someone shit you know what i mean but like if you guys are both working towards presumably dating it's like even if they don't you know feel them back there's nothing wrong with feeling them at some point because that's kind of the goal okay let's do this one i think this is fun this is by help me seduce my wife Ooh. i 36 year old male have no game but my wife 35 year old female wants me to seduce her at the bar can you help me? I'm 36. And I've been married for seven years. I never really have problems getting into relationships with women. I know that sounds strange seeing as I have no game, but I'm a nice guy and people like to hang out with me. I'm sure I'm on the autistic spectrum, but I've never been diagnosed with anything. When I was a kid, my parents forced me to do social activities. So I always had male friends and female friends, which helped a lot. As I got older, I stayed in the habit of doing activities with people, meeting people at jobs, etc. Even though it's uncomfortable for, for me to talk to people I don't know, I pushed myself to get to know people over time. I'm more comfortable in front of a computer than striking up a conversation, waiting in line at the store. I always start sweating when I'm trying to make small talk, and it's so awkward. However, as I get to know someone, I become much more comfortable. They start to like me. Furthermore, I've never been able to pick up a girl at a bar without already knowing them from something else. I've never been able to ask a girl out on the street or pick them up at a club without having some kind of friendship or relationship where I report with them already. I assume they mean have rapport. Mm -hmm. But they said have a report. Somehow, I've been able to convert this into relationships or sex, and to be honest, I've no idea how the mechanisms work. I would like to learn how to pick up a girl, brackets, my wife, at a bar or a club. My wife asked if I could try to seduce her at a bar or a club and pretend I don't know who she is. 
Problem is, I think I'll embarrass myself if I try to seduce her because I don't actually know what I'm doing. Is there some website or something I can research how to do this? I exercise, so I'm in good shape, and I have nice clothes and colognes, which my wife picked out for me. I also make a really good salary, so my wife already likes me. I don't think she'll be much of a problem to pick up. However, I'm nervous because what if she realizes I was never able to pick up a girl without knowing them? If someone can help me get better game, I'd appreciate it. Also, my wife knows I'm bad at small talk, but she asked me to do this because she thinks it'll be fun and sexy. I want to try to do this for her to make sure she's happy and having fun being married to me, even though it's causing me a lot of anxiety. If you can give me suggestions, it would be very helpful. Thanks. Okay. All right. This is actually really, really fun. It's also kind of wild because the amount of times he's like, man, but I can only pick up people I know. Yeah, dude, it's your wife. I hope you know her by now. Well, I think he's more saying that like if they're they're pretending that they don't know each other. But you still do know her is the point. Sure. Yeah. OK, here are some I think some some tactics that you can use that will be fun in this scenario, knowing that knowing what we know. Can I first, go first? Things, yes, absolutely. Batman voice. Batman voice. That's I mean, that was pretty much the only thing I had. Mm hmm. Now, Sneak up behind her when she's not paying any attention. Rip her headphones out of her hair and say, Hello. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing is, sorry, I should have prefaced first. You have to get in and make sure it's not a cute bartender or, or Starbucks barista who might Ooh. smile and speak in a deep, seductive voice because it's 100% running away if that's the case. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would like to know, are they going out with friends or is it just like, is she picking a bar and then he has to go there? I would hope not going out with friends. That would, I think would actually make it weird. Yeah, I guess. Um, okay, so here's here's what I say you do. And this is something I like to do. Hopefully she's like at the bar, like the actual wood of the bar. And you go up to order your drink beside her. And while you're waiting for your drink, you have very small talk. You look at her, you say, oh, hey, how's your night going? As you're waiting for your drink or as you're waiting for the bartender to go, you shoot the most casual shit ever and be and when you get your drink be like all right great hope you have a great night and you walk away 100 <laughs> percent. but and this actually works very well for actually picking people up at the bar no i i think this is our like our chance now to walk through how to seduce someone mm-hmm. for this man and also for everyone and the i think the key here is one to keep it very friendly keep it very light don't comment on what they look like. Don't nope. give her a compliment. Don't. And I'm again, this isn't a like negging thing. It is just meant to be as non-threatening and as light and as fun as possible. This is you waiting for a drink and killing time. This isn't you making a play on this woman. So mm-hmm. you're there, you get your drink and then you say, all right, great. Uh, lovely chatting with you. Have a great night. Boom. And you walk away and you got to do it confidently. And I think that's the thing probably is going to be the struggle for you. What would you do after that now? Well, I think you go up for another drink. And then when you're up for your next drink, then's the time where you can like shift it a little bit. So you can be like, oh, what are you drinking? And if she's like, oh, it's a Manhattan. Be like, oh, you know, maybe I'll try one or whatever. Maybe even buy her a drink. I was going to go with a whole gambit where like you just play up the whole cheesiness of the situation and like come in with like a ridiculous like business card and toss it down in front of her. Or, like, go to the bar and be like, could you send that beautiful woman a a drink from me? And, like, work the cheesy, like, movie angle. Because I think it would be funny and fun. Then if it didn't work out, you wouldn't have to be embarrassed because it's obvious that you're, like, being a little cheesy. I'm worried that, like, I see, I would double down on the seriousness of this. I would take this so seriously. 
<laughs> and, and not like uh, too seriously. Cause the thing is as much as I agree what you're doing and I think it could work, I feel like maybe the wife will be like, wait, where's he going? And maybe he's going to freak out when he has to walk away and bide some time before he comes back. Because uh, like, this is, he's already an anxious form. man. Yeah. But he doesn't need to train. He's got a wife. But okay, that you're you're missing the whole point of this. In this scenario, he does not have a wife. Yes, but in reality, he does. Sure. And he's very anxious. And I'm saying walking away and having to like, you know, presumably finish that him. drink should, but will it? Because this man's very anxious. I don't anyway, know. You continue. You continue your thing. What would you do next? Yes, you you take your time. You don't necessarily have to finish your drink or whatever, but try to get somewhere where you can can still see her and make eye contact maybe on the other end of the bar somewhere. You know what I mean? Like somewhere where you could still every now and then catch glances, not and weird staring, not no, you know. no, no. You know, while you're taking a sip of your drink, maybe you're watching the, the game on the TV, whatever you put your drink down, you just happen to catch her eyes. And then I think it's fine to be a little bit more overt with your like checkout, check her out. You know what I mean? Give her, give her a little once over, not creepy. This mm-hmm. might be something you need to kind of like work on and fine tune, but I think like a full sort of like, okay, yeah. I think it's time for the cheeky grin at that point too. Yeah, and then at that point, I think you can make your move. You can go over and just be like, like you said, I think now's the time that you can buy her a drink or offer to buy her a drink. And I would wait, wait for her to, you know what I mean? Like strike when the drink is low, head on over and be like, like you said, what are you drinking? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. If she's reading the book, same thing. This is also a good time to be like, oh, like, what are you reading? This is the time where you change it from like, oh, this is friendly, passing, not really serious to like, oh, I'm taking a step further. I want to kind of get to know you. Not the time to be like, you got nice toots, you know, because no one gives a shit. No one wants to hear that. It's a personal and like interesting take that you're going to gonna bring to the table. You know what I mean? What are you drinking? What are you reading? Or like, you know, anything. But it's you're going to like actually be able to have a conversation now because presumably you've exchanged pleasantries. She knows you're not a creep, at least a certain amount. You know, you've kind of gotten like that tentative safe tick, bring it in a little deeper. And then like if you buy a drink or like say, oh, do you mind if I join you? You know, these are all very easy ways to like get together. And guess what? It's not going to go wrong because she's your wife. That's the thing. Like it would be a powerful move. She's like, no, sorry, not interested. I'm married. (laughs) (laughs) um but like i i think that's like once you're at that point once you've established sort of the the like oh you're 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 playing this game i think there's no harm in asking fun questions like are you here by yourself like where's your husband Mm -hmm. i think like like that kind of like cheeky fun cheesiness i think is is where you can start like kind of poking her a little bit being like huh huh um and then yeah on top of that it's like you know this person so well that like you don't have to pretend you don't know them necessarily. You can have fun by like, let's say they're reading a book and they're like, oh, it's pretty good. You could be like, oh, well, you should check out this person and like name drop her favorite author. Or like if she's drinking wine, but you know she loves, you know, old fashions, then be like, oh, do you mind if I get you a drink? And be like, old fashioned. And be like, I don't know, you just kind of look like you, you'd like this drink. Yeah. You, you, know, like play- you have all this insider information. I think that'll be sexy as well. Just like. Because you're playing a game at that point, and there's like a little bit of fun. So here's and here's my my closing move for you. You sit there and you think and you say, one, you need to plan a, a bar closer to your place, uh, a bar that you like, a bar that's like maybe a little darker, a little more intimate, a little quieter, a little sexier. And you then hit her with the, I bet if I can guess 
your horoscope sign, you've got to come have a drink with me at another place. <laughs> and now, it's, you need to make sure you know her horoscope sign. Make you sure you fucking know her horoscope sign or, or anything that you can like. You, I, I bet I can guess your favorite color. Now, you know, you know what would be funny is if you flip that and be like, if you can uh, if you can guess my star sign, I'll take you for a drink at this other place I know. Because that's funny because it puts the ball in her court and she knows it. Yeah. So then and then like you go to this other bar and now you're in the driver's seat. You know what I mean? She's going to pick this bar and she's she's there being like, I want to be p- picked up. But now you're taking her somewhere else. Mm. If that was I'm just saying if that was me, that would be I'd be like, OK, you're in control now. I don't know where mm-hmm. we're going. And then you buy her another drink. You have some conversation. And then you say, hey, my place is nearby. My place is just around the corner. Boom. Mwah. Mwah. You're done. You're done. You've won You're your done. wife over. You're done now. Double married. Married, the sequel. Married, Requiem. Married, Reloaded. Married, the two towers. <laughs> Return of the marriage. That's the uh, third movie, you idiot. Yeah. It's the, third, it's the second bar. First bar is Return of the Marriage. <laughs> Or no, the two married. Shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so th- that's that's how I would do, and that's how I that's how I operate as a as a person trying to seduce people. You know, as a as a man in the wild. And I, I think, think that's how it works as well. It's like you know, you're not being threatening, you're not being creepy, you're not being weird. Basically, find the seduction website, and do everything that's not like the opposite. Yeah. And, and like, I don't think as you as you progress throughout the night, I don't think like a playful like hand on the hand on the knee when they say something funny and you're laughing. I don't think like a hand on the knee and like a squeeze of like the thigh and a quick release, like make it deliberate, make it intentional. But I think like showing signs of like physical affection that are mostly harmless, like obviously don't go upper thigh, like around the knee. Uh, I think is a good place to be like, ah, oh, that's funny, and you you know kind of give that or. You know, a shoulder, like moments like that where you can actually like add some like physical intimacy. And I think things that could be fun to play with is if you have to get up, maybe lean a little bit too much into her personal space. And this is this is specifically for them now. I want to make that clear. This is for the married couple, not with people who are with strangers. But like, you know, lean in almost like you're as you're getting up off your bar stool, almost like you're going in for a kiss and and dip out. Mm hmm. Just just fun things like that. Like if she wants to be seduced and teased, I think you need to like really lay that on and be like moments of if if say she likes, you know, like the back of her neck touched or whatever, just just hit her with one of those very subtly every now and then to to get her going. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I think what's important to realize is like this is her fantasy or her like role play game that she wants to play. So it's like. Make it about her. You know what I mean? I think that'll help you get out of your own head as well. This isn't a test. This isn't like, oh, I got to make. Also, like we never really address this. The fact that you're worried that your wife will see that you weren't able to pick up girls and will rethink her marriage with you. That's insanity, my friend. What she's really doing is she wants to play a fun game with you. You You picked her up. That's it. She's not like shit. He got me to the point that we've been married for seven years, but damn, I realize he might not have been able to get someone in this weird situation. So you're right. I should divorce him. That's, that's an impossibility. That's not going to happen. So like make it about her, make her feel good, like make her feel desired and like sexy. And that's the point. You know what I mean? And like, also you could play a persona. 
you could pretend you're a businessman in town who's like, you know, you don't have to be yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe specify what you guys want to do. Like, maybe that's not what she's in for. Maybe you need like a little bit of a talk, but like in general, have fun with it, make her feel good. And that's the name of the game. Yep. At the end of the show, we like to peruse online dating platforms like Tinder, Hinge, and Bumble. I was, (laughs) it's so hard. Like, I always want to say Hinger. Do it. Um, Maybe I will. Just do it. Um, to peruse online dating platforms uh, and profiles, looking for red flags, what works, what doesn't work, in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Simply put, it's Tinder time. It's Tinder time. Uh, this is Jasmine. Remember when people used to tell you, don't judge a book by its cover? Boy, were they wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hope there's pictures to, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's happening here. I'm going to say this is like a three. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I think eight, because it is kind of funny. Kind of. It's also just like, remember when they used to, it's like, it's not an outdated saying. It's not like, yeah, books are extinct. Books don't have covers anymore. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, I think I'm about there with you. Maybe a two. It's just so like, are you saying we should judge you by your cover? Because like the picture I'm seeing is kind of bland. Are you bland? Is this a bland profile? Are you letting us know? Um, This is Pia. I'm not like other girls. Oh God. I'm allergic to avocados. (laughs) Let's flirt for a bit. Okay, nine. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It funny. was. It's very it's good. Funny, and I do want to flirt for a bit. I do. Yeah. Uh, ready for bliss? Mm-hmm. Versatile. No socials. Solo living. Henny sipping. Not a rapper. P.S. If you expect quick responses constantly when I work long hours, Abaha was respectfully. What? I don't know. No needy men, please. Skull emoji. And then they have my name. My real name is Nadia. And then New Year's 2022. What? I don't know. I'm going to give this a one because I don't understand half the things that are happening in this profile. I like that they had to clarify that they're not a rapper. I mean, that's good. <laughs> Why? Uh, because how, they're... Because they're they said so will live in Henny Sippin'? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it like a one because I'm, I'm perplexed. Yeah. Um, this is Maya. In quotes, Maya is a metronomic pulse on the face of the wound that makes you want to garrot yourself on an idle Sunday morning. Dash MB. That's a one. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know who MB is. Is it her? Because her name is Maya. MB or NB? I thought it was non-binary. M. No, MB. As in, like, the quote is from someone with the initials MB. It's a weird quote, though. I don't love it. And it also has absolutely nothing to do with dating, presumably. Yeah. And it would be impossible to garrote yourself, so. That's what you think. Mm-hmm. One. Okay. Uh, this, this is Mary. Want to hook up? Swipe left. Unless a total dom kinky freak. JK, JK, not trying to hook up with anyone. Want to hear some small talk style BS about how perfect the world is? Swipe left. Book emoji, music emoji, bed emoji, leaf emoji, fart emoji, or wind emoji, or weed emoji, I guess. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that what you said it was? It's, yeah, um, I think it's smoking weed. P.S. Not thick, just fat. Peace sign, kiss emoji. <laughs> it's going to be a, a one as well. Because one, you're not joking about that Dom thing at all. That's a very specific thing to be like, uh, no, just kidding. It's like, yeah. no, that's, that's what you're looking for. But for some reason are too much of a coward to say it. Well, that's the thing. The, we already said the whole ah, no hookups is kind of a bit of a red flag, and they've said it twice. <laughs> so it's like, damn. Also, small talk bullshit about how perfect the world is. Swipe. It's like, I don't want your negativity. I'm sorry. 
Good boy. Yeah. This is Saya. I go crazy for hedgehog dinosaur. <gasps> she goes crazy for hedgehog? Yeah, 10. I also go crazy for hedgehogs. I love hedgehogs. Hedgehog, comma, dinosaur. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. No. Damn. I assume she means hedgehogs and dinosaurs. Maybe it's like she thinks stegosauruses are hedgehog dinosaurs. Maybe. Because they got those spiky backs. Maybe. Yeah. Why We have like a particularly bad batch because a lot of them are just nonsensical. It's not even like they're offensive. It's just like, what? Yeah. Uh, it's like I, a two, I guess, because she likes hedgehogs. Yeah. I'm going to give it like a three because what? Sophie, I respect honesty above all else. Even if you're an asshole, non-monogamous. Eh. <laughs> I'm going to give it a three. Cause it's like, so bland. And it's like cool. Like you're good with assholes, I guess. Like, no. Respect yourself. Yeah. Uh, this is my last one. Julia. Hiya. Brand new in Toronto. I've been travel for a while and I always lived at the fullest of my life. I cannot say more, so you got to find out, winky face. P.S. I'm Italian. <laughs> I, yeah, like, maybe I, I don't want it to sound bad, but the fact that the grammar is so horrendous, it takes a lot out of me. I give it like a five. See, the, I can't say more, so you got to find out. Makes me really nervous. Why can't you say more? That's kind of what I wondered. I figured it was like a character limit. No, not at all. We've we've read far longer things than this. It's true. It's true. I don't know. That is a little intriguing, I will admit, but it's still a five. See, for me, it's not intriguing. For me, I'm like, what are you hiding? Terrifying. Yeah, I don't like it. So it's going to be it's going to be like a two for me. Okay. Uh, This is a looking for someone who's not injected and not joining the booster loyalty program. I guess the universe takes the reins on this one. Christ. It's a zero. Yeah, that's a zero, I think, is being kind. Okay, I'm doing this last one very quick. Barbara, Chilean, brain, please. And it's a brain emoji. Now, are they talking about oral sex brain? I assume they're a zombie. Oh, maybe. Either way, I'm going to give this a zero because (laughs) it's nothing. Or maybe they're from the Wizard of Oz. Maybe, yeah. If I only had a brain. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, guys. Uh, that's the end of the show, friends. We've made it. We did it. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, y'all are crazy, and, and we love you for listening to us and growing the show with us. Um, our Spotify rap gives us so many warm feelings when we see uh, there are, are people that, that, that like this as much as we like making it. So thank you very much. 116 of you listen to this podcast more than any other podcast, and that is a crazy thing to hear, and I love it, and I love you. If you have a question for us, please head on over to fbuddiespodcast.com, hit the contact form, fill out your question. We'll answer it as soon as possible. If you'd like to support the show, same website, fbuddiespodcast.com, click the Patreon link. It'll bring you to our Patreon page, at which point you can pledge whatever you're comfortable giving. Uh, At the $7 level, you get a free episode every month called Pillow Talk, where we get a little loosey-goosey, a little sexy. Uh, It's a fun, fun, intimate time to hang out with us in in another audio space. Um, And finally, if for whatever reason the pandemic and Christmas is coming up uh, you don't have the cash to to donate or support that's fine too tell a friend uh, share it on your Facebook or Twitter or if you see someone in a subreddit talking about dating uh, send them our way we're happy mm-hmm. to help and 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 sharing it is is the best way to grow the show and we we, we greatly appreciate you guys giving our or your trust to us uh, to to you know guide your friends 
Yeah, 100%. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. And it's bad sex writing time. Whoop, whoop. This is Sweet Blood of Mine by John Corwin. Wow, I said. Did you just call a guy hot? Never expected that from you. I am a girl, stupid. I'm not batting for the other team, if that's what you were thinking. She wore way too much pink to be a lesbian or a goth, for that matter. Not that I was an expert on either. I glanced at the approximate location on her nose where she usually wore a stud, wondering how large a hole these things left. But her skin looked perfect, unbroken. Couldn't spot any holes in her lips either. The studs must have teeny tiny pointy things on them. For some reason that made me feel better. It'd be a waste to mar such great skin with a bunch of holes. It's a gross thing to say, but also pastel goth exists. And let me tell you, ladies, I'm here for it. Also, lesbians can wear anything, you dumbass. Absolutely not. I forgot. If you wear too much pink, you magically become straight. Fuck. Damn Ah. it. Ah, beans. That's like, all I wanted to do was dress different so my wife could pick me up at the bar, and now I'm straight. <laughs> all you got to do is just put on a bunch of flannel, makes you gay again. Oh fuck! Go. Thank God. That's yeah. It's it's easy enough to flip flop back and forth once you know the once you know the styles you need to wear to to get you there. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like if I throw on a mesh tank top, gay oh, as insta- hell. instantly gay, instantly oh, gay. Yeah, if I'm kind to my friends, oh, gay, gay. <laughs> my name is Dave Miller, and I'm Nal Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. 